Compulsive Overeating Diary, Day 16. It's now been five weeks and five days since I started this experiment about talking about my thoughts and feelings around compulsive overeating rather than heading for the chips. And I'm going to report in now from Las Vegas. It's the day before my 55th birthday. But I'm letting go. Last episode, I was in a tizzy because I lost my lavalier or my collar mic at Descanso Garden. At least, that's what I thought I did. And if you recall, I said I had a plan, and I followed through. I went down to the end of the hiking trail. I called Descanso. They didn't have it in the lost and found. I went to my house, and I looked all over, everywhere, in every pocket, in every drawer, every place where I keep my audio equipment, and I couldn't find it. As a last ditch, I thought, I'll drive to Descanso, go back to the place where I podcast, and see if I hadn't left it on the bench or if it had fallen out of my pocket. Because it was around that rainy time, I had had the mic in a plastic bag, and I thought, it just might be there. Well, I happened to be wearing some shorts and a top, and I was due to meet my friend Linda, so I didn't have time to change. So I drove to Descanso wearing this kind of shorts outfit, And as I shared with some of you in an earlier episode, I think it might have been episode 11, I had had incidents before where people had made comments to me about how I didn't look very well in these shorts. And as I was running through Descanso trying to find my mic to see if it was still there, I kept just assuming and having the feeling that every person that I saw was commenting on my legs and talking about how I shouldn't be wearing shorts. Did I actually overhear anybody saying this? No, this was my own thoughts and feelings. Now, it is true, it's not the most flattering look for me to be wearing these short shorts around in Descanso Garden because my legs are not my best feature as yet. But I think my anxiety was getting the better of me because that anxiety just kept causing my compulsive mind to magnify everything around me into a great big negative ball of unhappy energy. Well, I ran up to that bench Guess what? I found my pencil that I had used in my notes, but not my mic. I went back throughout the woods the way that I had gone and looked thoroughly, and I said to comfort myself, oh, well, at least I have done the very best I can, and I sent up kind of a prayer saying, if I'm meant to find this microphone, please direct my path immediately to where it is. So I went home, looked around some more, said, well, Let me see if I can at least replace it. Let me see if this microphone exists online so I can buy a new one. Luckily, it did. So I ordered what I needed, went out to do some laundry, found a spare, what they call the windbreaker, of another microphone in the laundry. And I thought, well, that's odd. So I dusted that off, went to my bedroom where I store my audio equipment, and I dropped this little plastic thing down in between my end of the bed and you know where your bed skirt is 
and I reached down to pick up this other little piece of plastic and what did I find? My original microphone. Now isn't that weird? So then I thought, well I better run and cancel that other order of this replacement. And then I thought better of that. I said, I'm going to go ahead and keep it as a spare. So that was my tizzy in a teacup and how it turned out. So yes, I have my lavalier mic here for Las Vegas. Yes, I ran around and did all kinds of plans. And yes, everything worked out just fine. What's the lesson in that? Beats me. I don't know. And my husband, who's actually eavesdropping on this podcast, usually I'm off by myself, but he's here in the room with me at, at Win Las Vegas. He's playing on his iPhone, and I'm recording this for you. Now, also last episode, I said, if any one of you is brave enough to call the Podcast Bravery Hotline at 206-350-6445, I would be brave myself and sing you a song, even though I'm not a very good singer. Well, Janet from North Carolina called me up, and I'm going to play for you just a little bit of what she had to say. And after that, I'm going to sing. Now, whether that encourages you to call me or encourages you not to call me remains to be seen. Hi, Lori. This is Janet from North Carolina. The reason why I'm calling is just by chance when I was doing my morning walk, which I try to record my steps, 10,000 steps a day on Fitbit, we have similar stories. I did want to give you encouragement and tell you that I've listened to all your podcasts as of today, called up to February 4th. I believe you've taken a trip or you're in Las Vegas. If so, I hope and pray everything went well for you. I have thoroughly enjoyed your talks, uh, your podcast, because they spoke to me. I will talk back to you later. I will try to get a message on your website as well because I, I, I enjoy hearing you talk about how you've come out of your struggles and how you're dealing with your day-to-day journey as well as I do the same thing. So you have definitely encouraged me, and I want to encourage you. Uh, and I will keep in date. I will keep up in touch with you. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Janet. That was really cool. I am so happy that you called me up and let me know that you were listening to the podcast. Now, you guys, wasn't that cool to hear someone else on the phone? You could do that, too. Just call 206-350-6445. And if part of what you want to tell me is private and you don't want me to use it on the podcast, just say so. You can call and tell me whatever you want. You could say, don't use any of it on the podcast. Or you can refer to it, but don't use the recording or however you would like it to be. Don't be scared. So, Janet, since you didn't give me specific permission nor forbid me from doing it, I tried to use the most generic parts of your message, but I want to really thank you again for sharing. All right, so I've been kicking around with my husband. What song should you guys be forced to hear since Janet was brave? And I promised you a song. And I think what I'm going to do is a German beer song in honor of my late father because his dad came from Germany and my dad loved to speak German. He loved to speak German so much because his beloved grandmother was a German and he liked to spend time with her. So dad taught my brother and me some German beer songs when we were young. And here's one. It's called Er steht auf dem Brücke. 
Here goes. Er steht auf dem Brücke und spruch in den Kahn. Es freut die Brücke, dass sie kann fahren kann. Oladio, 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 Oladio. And if you'd like to know the translation, what it literally means is, he stands on the bridge and he spits in this boat. A Kahn is a boat. And it makes the spit happy because it can go on that boat. <laughs> Isn't that a funny song? I tell you, some of the German beer songs have some interesting lyrics. So there you go. I kept my promise. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. Now, after I've been entertaining you with my wonderful German beer singing, I thought you might be interested to know how it's going thus far on my Las Vegas trip. I just really have to thank you, Crystal, and thank you, Michelle, for giving me encouragement, and especially you, Crystal, for your great post, because I have had a trip filled with temptations and with frustrations. Just all kinds of weird little things have been going wrong. Like I came to the wind specifically to go in their beautiful, famous swimming pool. Come to find out, it's closed for maintenance, so I don't get to go in that swimming pool. And it feels like just one thing after another has been kind of turning out opposite of what I was hoping and expecting. So you know me, that can send me straight to the chips or to the beers, because I kind of like to go off and have some beers when I'm in Las Vegas. But I have to tell you, what I've done is exactly what Crystal recommended, and that is to really think, what is it that I will most enjoy take my time to enjoy it, not eat it or drink it if I won't enjoy it, and to really focus on the time spent with my friends and my husband. So Mark, my husband, and I, we went down to the Parasol bar, and I had one of their signature cocktails, which is basically pear-based. It's pear vodka and pear puree and some sweet and sour, and it's absolutely delicious. And as you may or may not know, any kind of sugar martini drink is very fattening. I'd say somewhere, you know, three, four, five hundred calories worth, and it's got sugar kind of in it. It's not your diet drink, but it's certainly delicious. I've never had one before, and it is the signature cocktail of the place I was at. I very much enjoyed it. I sipped it. They also had some potato chips out there, like freshly made potato chips. Had a couple. That was it. We left the majority of the chips there on the table and went on our merry way. Then we met our friends and saw the show Ka, which is a Cirque du Soleil show at the MGM Grand. And that was a fantastic show. We had some dinner before the show. I ordered exactly what I felt like having, which was a toasted cheese sandwich on a thick sourdough bread and some coleslaw. Ate it slow, only ate half, and I was full. Didn't have beer, didn't have a drink, had actually a cup of coffee since this was late for me and I wanted to stay awake for the show. Love that show. It was fantastic. After the show, my friends and Mark and I went to a whiskey club and again, I had one cocktail. Sipped it slow. Again, not the most diet-friendly cocktail, but something I've never had. We spent time talking, spent time sharing. I enjoyed having that cocktail went to sleep. So was it the very best dieting day in the world? No. Was it the worst? No. I wouldn't consider anything that I did overeating, nor binging, nor 
eating outside of true enjoyment and companionship. And I find that day a victory. When we got back to our room, the manager of the hotel had sent up a beautiful bottle of red wine and some cheese and bread and grapes and a fruit plate. And that looked really good, but it was like one in the morning. Was I tempted to have some of that brie on that bread and crack open that red wine? You betcha. That looked darn good to me. But instead, I went to sleep. And I said to myself, I'll have some of that bread in the morning for my breakfast. So that's what I did. The wine is still sitting on the table, ready for some other occasion to have it. Had some of that brie, had some of that bread. Then I went down, did a little bit of a workout, just a little bit, like a half hour. Went swimming, went to the spa, came back, had lunch with my husband, and again, just had a turkey burger, had one beer, sipped it. Honey, how many beers would I usually drink in Las Vegas? He says unlimited, but he's joking. Probably I would say I would have had at least two with lunch and probably more. And when we were sitting on the slot machines losing, I actually didn't get any drinks. I didn't feel like I was really enjoying my slot machine time since another frustration was I was just throwing money into the slots and losing. Luckily, my husband was winning, so that was good. And I often like to have Baileys and coffee in front of a slot machine, but I didn't. And I didn't feel deprived because I really wasn't in the mood to enjoy it. I think that's really a victory. So, so far, so good. I so appreciate your support. I am so happy that you guys have been stopping in to say happy birthday and to let me know that you're listening. Believe me, even if all you do is come to compulsiveovereatingdiary.com and say, I'm listening, I'm happy. If you have further stories, advice, or you want to support yourself, Knock yourself out. I love that too. If you want to speak to me privately, fill in the contact form or email me at laurie at compulsiveovereatingdiary.com and your secret is safe with me. Speaking of that, uh, another new online friend of mine, Ava, posted on episode 11. This is episode 16, but 11 was the one where I was feeling really badly about putting my other podcast, Daily Adventure Tales, on hiatus and talking about what do you do when expectations in life aren't met? How do you handle disappointments? Because that was really, really tough for me to make that decision. And Ava is just now listening to episode 11, so she commented, so please feel free. Go back to past episodes. If you hear something that you like or something you want to say, go ahead and comment it because I'll still see that comment. It still encourages me. It can still encourage others who are new to the podcast. And our listenership, the brotherhood or sisterhood of listeners, is growing. It really is growing. So I thank you. Tell anyone else you know who might like it. And I always look forward to hearing from you. Until next time. Stay safe, take care, and know that I care. I'm a slave without a master, heading for disaster, kicking up the dust in the middle of the road. I've been waiting on a free ride, ticket to a seaside thicket on the edge of Puget Sound. inside
Be home.